Hello and welcome to Music is my Medicine. Today's guest is a spoken word artist from East London, Amelia Poems. Amelia, with her bold and powerful lyrics, challenges stereotypes about mental health, gender, social interactions, and struggle to communicate. Welcome to Rhythm Life Studio. Hi. Thanks for coming. It's lovely to have you here, Amelia. Thank you. Um, where shall we start? Maybe from the very beginning yeah. when you started writing. Yeah. Um, I have listened to your tracks and one of them uh, particularly drew my attention, which is um, the realest shit I ever wrote. <laughs> yes. Where, where you basically say the reason why you started writing. Mm -hmm. To me, it sounds like an artistic motto. Mm. Um, and you start the track with words, I started writing poetry when my heart broke. Mm. Was it really like that? Yes, it was. I literally, it was probably like the worst time of my life where everything around me was going wrong. I remember in the space of like a week, I had like broken up with my five-year-long boyfriend. Um, I found out I was getting evicted. Um, my oh, best gosh. friend, yeah, my best friend at the time had some like devastating news. Um, and yeah, I just literally felt like the rug was being pulled underneath me. Like I had all this, a lot of these things were like my safety blankets, like the roof of your head. It's like stability. The relationship I was in, even though it was toxic, it was like my safe space. That's why I felt safe. Yeah. And then just suddenly all these things around me started changing. So even when I say when my heart broke, I guess at that point I wasn't even I didn't even necessarily mean like from heartbreak like to do with the breakup it was just more to do with the fact that I was just kind of felt fell out of love of life really yeah so your whole yeah. world collapsed literally and I remember just getting to a point where I just I mean I don't even know if I'd say if it's suicidal but it got to a point where I just was indifferent about life I was like if I wake up tomorrow hmm if I don't I just literally was like every day took every day that came but was like if I was getting knocked over by a car right now I would not care and I was just I was just literally at my lowest point ever wow and then, yeah. And then, so, yeah so so what what happened next you you had all those negative events happening in your life within a space of a week which is like mm. literally just one after another mm -hmm. how did that happen that you suddenly thought that you could write it down so I remember I literally remember this day that I remember I was like obviously was crying every day I was upset I was going out drinking loads as I say in, in the poem as well like I was out drinking all the time and that was like my way of just running away from the problem and not dealing with it um and then one day I just woke up and I was like there's got to be more to life than this I was like if if it's the case of the roof over my head being taken and the the person that I thought I was in love with not being the person that I thought he was, um, I was like, there's got to be more to life than having these attachments. And then literally something told me, I was like, I need to start reading. I need to start reading, like, books. And not, not about the mind, not about, like, confident books or anything like that, but about, like, spirituality. Because I was like, there has to be... Right now it's the physical world that's kind of breaking my heart. But there needs to be something, there must be something more. You were looking for another space where you could, like, find the yeah. reason of the emotions. and Absolutely. So I started reading a book called The Power of Now. And it literally just changed my whole, like, it changed my life. And it spoke a lot about creativity. 
And then it was like creativity needs to come from stillness. And also around that time, I really I wasn't being very creative, so I felt like I was clogging up so much, but there was no there was no way of it coming out or no way of me channeling it. And I used to hate poetry. Really, <laughs> I used to hate. I used to think it was so pretentious. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I just started writing. Like I just started writing in my phone, just my feelings. I was like, let me just record this now. And then honestly. They just started, they just, when I would read it back, it just sounded like poetry. And then I I just really, I planned to keep it to myself because I was like, this is really deep. I was like, no one really cares. Does anyone really want to hear this? And then the more and more I read it and the more and more I was kind of coming away from that negative space and my perspective on a lot of things changed and I was starting to feel a bit more positive. I thought, oh, maybe I'll start sharing it. So I put one on Instagram and then I took it down because I was like, this is ridiculous. Like my confidence, I was like, oh, no one's going to care. Oh, no yeah. one reads anything on Instagram. It's just about pictures. <laughs> and then um, then my f- a friend of mine messaged me and she was like, oh, Amelia, um, I've seen your poetry online. I think it's really good. And I was like, well, why can you, why didn't you comment then or say something? <laughs> yeah. But then she asked me to perform at an event of hers. Um, uh, and yeah, so, and then I performed at that event and that was another poem that I wrote called Just Beautiful. And then I performed that event and um, just the reaction I had from people just kind of made me realise this is what I should be doing. So then from then on, that was like 2016, was it 2000? No, it was 2017. Um, So then from then on, that's just what I've been doing. And people started calling me a poet and I was like, yeah, I guess, I guess that's what I am. I'm a poet. (laughs) This is the realest shit I ever wrote. I started writing poetry when my heart broke. And now I didn't break because of a breakup. It broke more in the idea that I didn't think that I was good enough. The sun didn't rise. My eyes never dried. But fucking hell, I haven't cried so much in my life. Never felt a pain like it. Depression knocking on my door and I swear to you, I'm trying to fight it. But my glass is screaming for more. I've been drinking from the bottle and lost the caps and now I've got to finish it all. Dancing in clubs on Tuesday nights. No sleep, no fucks. I'm a strong to work like. I'm going to do the same shit again tonight. How does it make you feel when you put your thoughts on a, on a paper, on the phone, mm. however you write it? Do you feel relieved? I think for me, it's, it's ownership over the situation. Because especially going up until that moment of my life, I felt like situations didn't just happen to me, but they kind of owned me. Every negative thing I went through, I felt like now was like a piece of baggage I had to carry around with me all the time. And it was something I was supposed to be ashamed of and you didn't speak about. So now where I, it's like a choice of mine to be like, okay, this is happening around me, to me. I can't, it's not necessarily what I've chosen, but now I'm taking ownership on it and I'm going to turn it into something productive and positive. And I'm going to also air it out to let people know that it's okay. We can speak about these things. It's okay to be vulnerable sometimes. It's okay to be upset. We haven't chosen this. And I think if we spoke about this stuff more, then we might have a healthier culture dealing with mental health issues and like dealing with taboo issues. Because it's like this thing of we have to, when you're going through stuff at home, you keep it to yourself and that's not healthy. And nine times out of ten, you could be in a room with ten people, and I guarantee there'll be someone in that room that's been through the same thing as you, or will go through the same thing as you, or even going through it at the same time as you, but we just don't speak about it. So for me, it's like, it's ownership. It's like, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna do something with this because energy and it's about how you channel it. And for me, uh, as a woman, it was really inspiring listening to Just Beautiful. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, in uh, in the track, you you encourage girls to. Uh, look at themselves and find the beauty inside them, not mm-hmm. outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's extremely important because wherever we go, uh, we, ha- we can have a look at social media or just walk on the streets and like, you know, uh, sh- look at the shop windows. It's all about appearance. It's all about mm-hmm. like yeah. the whole world shouting at us, look pretty. Don't you dare looking ugly today. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is no room for ugly people, for ugly women, especially. Yeah. Um, so, um, What's your what's your take on um, social media? You've mentioned that uh, you yourself you had some anxieties uh, before posting and mm. after posting a, a poem. Uh, when it comes to like uh, being a woman and appearance, where how how do you find Instagram? Which I know that mm. you use. Like, is it useful mm. or not useful <laughs> at all? Yeah, I've I've literally got a poem called Instagram as well. <laughs> because I've got a love-hate relationship with Instagram but I was I was thinking about this more recently as well because at first I was like Instagram is a platform that just like breeds negativity and it's like just a, a vacuum of constantly comparing yourself to other people people only seem to post obviously their highlights because yeah. naturally you know you want to post those you're only gonna... faces exactly no one's seeing the real story behind that. No one's seen the journey up until that point. You're not going to wake up in the morning and post yourself first thing in the morning because like, that's not what people want to see. But then I also realised it's also... it's So Instagram is actually just a channel. Again, like energy. It's just how you use it. Because I realised recently I had to follow a lot of accounts because I was like, well, I don't need to see this. Yeah. I don't need to wake... Like, there's loads of accounts out there that actually promote loads of positive things and, like... Yeah, some quotes, they don't work for everyone. Sometimes it's like, oh, this is cheesy. But you can follow accounts that are more realistic, that are more real. Um, It's just about the accounts you actually follow. And also for people like myself who are trying to, like, pick themselves up and, like, get this business rolling, it's a way to actually do that and reach audiences. Because I've got so many gigs from Instagram, so many. And I didn't need a website. I didn't need an agent. People just go on your page you get a sense of someone, you see their work, and then you get some work. So I'm not really anti-Instagram. I'm more anti now maybe the ads and stuff feeding off how women, especially because when it comes to women, it's just like you go in your explore page and it is just like a woman with this insane body or flawless face or whatever. And now it's like, it's been edited. Yeah, Photoshop. Everything you know what I mean? It's like, why am I sat here? A real woman looking exactly the way I'm supposed to look, comparing myself to a picture of a woman that (laughs) has, do you know what I mean, that has been edited purely on the basis of just getting more likes to generate more income. It's madness. Yeah. Most of the time when I do see these people in real life, I'm like, oh, they don't even look like that. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. So, yeah, I think it's all about how you use it, but also just remember remember that there's a real world out there as well. Yeah, of course. Stop comparing yourself to a picture. Yeah, and me myself. I mean, um, uh, I worked with many actors and models, and I remember just being surprised, like seeing pictures in the casting process, and then just seeing the person in real life. I mean, they are pretty, mm. they are slim, they are models, but yeah. then I thought, like, 
they look different. They like look just normal. If, I, if they were walking like on the street, I would have thought like, oh, a normal person, you know. But then put the whole makeup on, put the right light on. Oh, the lighting yeah. is everything. <laughs> the lighting, the right yeah. cameras. Yeah. And then they can strike the pose. They also know how to strike the pose because they, you know, yeah. they, 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 curves will look differently if they put bum in a different position exactly, you know so exactly. you know uh it's the, there is all the like science behind it Absolutely. and and it's i think it's so damaging for like especially young girls yeah. who would be like just scrolling and thinking oh my god i'm just looking into the mirror i just woke up and i look horrible yeah. and look at that girl yeah <clears throat> so i yeah i just um i always uh i, I like question myself whether I, whether like is it any good for us using mm. social media or or mm. not? But then in the end, as you said, it's a tool. Yeah, it is. And it's just about how you use it. Yeah. And I think it's very easy to... Because, um, yeah, in the same poem as in, like, called Instagram, I say, misery feeds consumerism. So, of course, these, ad, these companies, they're going to feed off of your insecurities. So if it's a case of you've got this gorgeous girl now showing you, oh, I use this highlighter and that makes me look exactly the way I look, you're going to be a young girl thinking, oh, I'm going to need that highlighter to look like her. Yeah. So I'm going to run out and go and buy that. Like, that's what I'm not there for. Stop preying on people's insecurities. You don't need that highlighter to look good. You actually just need to get off Instagram. <laughs> and go and meet real people. And just go and live your life and work on yourself internally because there's a certain type of glow that you have when you're actually happy inside. That's so true. And we need to prioritise that rather than a glow from some lighting or a good highlighter or whatever. You need to just go and work on yourself. Because also, one day when the internet um, ends up crashing and there's no more Instagram, what are we going to do then? We're going to just go out and start comparing yourself to people on the street all the time. Like, no, like... We just need to get out of this habit of doing that. Last night I gave myself a hug. I got my arms and I wrapped them around me tight enough. It felt a bit weird at first, I'm not going to lie, but I'm trying out this thing called self-love. See, I want to love everything about me. Exclusively, unapologetically, because somehow I was made to believe I wasn't made beautifully. Because I don't know like what they portray beauty to be, but beauty's in the eye of the beholder. And he calls me beautiful only to get his leg over. But that's all I want to hear, so I fall for his words like a shot soldier and just lie there, there. But the war isn't over. Constantly fighting the words, she's ugly, she ain't even that nice Her friend's hot and yeah, yeah, she's alright And then he calls me beautiful and I'm weak So easily knocked off my feet, I soak up the sweet words He speaks to me, a couple kisses on my neck and I give him me And then he changed We used to speak every day and now he hasn't replied to me for about a week There's a whole library of books on you that you haven't read before and there's voices inside you you're choosing to ignore, screaming girl. Tell me where your strength is coming from. Because obviously we, uh, at the beginning, we spoke about the moment, like Mm. a series of very negative things that happened to you that were definitely, they were very, very painful, but they opened that, you know, source of creativity Mm. in you. And now you appear to me as a very, very strong and happy person. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what is your secret, Amelia? 
Do you know what? I literally wake up every day and I just say thank you. I think we complicate life too much. We really complicate life too much. Because even I started watching... Um, for, like, I'm very spiritual and I'm very, like, in awe of the universe and the world. And the matter of fact that, like, accidentally slash not accidentally, we are here and part of this amazing thing that's, like, bigger than us. So that really humbles me in a sense of, like... I'm just a part of this amazing masterpiece and I've been given a talent and I feel it's my responsibility to share it. And I feel like I'm always going to be okay as long as I remember how thankful I need to be in the sense that I'm even just here. So even like that was, I was talking to my mum and I was like, cause she's very similar to me and how we think. And I was just like, you know, people like strive to be successful and they think being successful is like getting a mortgage getting a flashy car, all these materialistic things. And I think it's actually just a success that I woke up. I've yeah. already succeeded today. I've already won. I woke up. The yeah. world still wants me here. This amazing world where on the other side of the world right now, the sun's rising. Like We're all part of this amazing universe. Like Even outside that, there's like planets being destroyed and whatever. There's so many near misses as well. At any point, anything can happen to you and you're gone. So I need to just enjoy and honour the time that I'm here and do what I need to do. What I feel like I've I've always been creative from a young age. I've always been on stage. I was always that kid that as soon as the camera's out, I'm out doing something in front of the camera. Like always loved attention. And I guess now I've found a way that I can channel that in a positive and productive way. And I've always said as well, the minute I get a platform that people are gonna listen to me, I wanna use it to speak about things that are important rather than like just talking about nonsense that means absolutely nothing to anyone. I'd rather talk about oh, yeah, by the way, there are, like, loads of people that are homeless or there are loads of people suffering with this or loads of women feel a certain type of way because of this issue. Like, I want to use it for positive, like, things. So eventually when I'm gone, there's a legacy that lives on. Yeah. And whether I do come back in another life or I go and live in another parallel universe or whatever, at least I know that what I've left and what I've passed on is something positive and I've contributed positively. Yeah, that that's very noble and kind, and you know it's it's great. You 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 are a woman on a mission, and mm. uh, and you are you are full of positivity, and um, and your your words can inspire and uh, heal people's like you know fears and negativity. Mm. So um, yeah, the, thank you for for doing what you're doing. Uh, people should be thankful to you. <laughs> I think it's all about yeah. like an exchange of like a positive yeah, energy. Absolutely. It's like you give something to people, people take it, but they can pass it on, uh, you know, that positivity. So, um, yeah, what what is next? Well, I need to bring out my EP. <laughs> I actually do. So that'll be an EP called Perspectives. And that will have like the really shit I ever wrote on it, Just Beautiful, a couple of other songs on it as well. Um, and then it's just moving forward. I think the more and more I've started recording, I'm starting to really get my sound in terms of what I'm going to sound like as an artist. This has all been a journey for me. Like I never, ever thought I'd ever be sat in a studio recording music, working with producers, other art artists ever. So I'm just letting it come. But, I mean, in future, I just want to be live on stage. I really want a jazz band. 
Mm. Any jazz bands out there that want to work with a spoken word artist? Hi. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, I really want to work with a jazz band. I just want to create. I just want to create music, project positive messages and just have a good time with it as well. So Of course, yeah. And then also alongside that, I run a monthly event with my friend called Lemzy, who's again another amazing artist that just literally just oozes positivity and love. And I think that's why me and him... We met, we met for a reason, to create platforms like Infax, which is every month and we screen short films and we host an acoustic night of like spoken word and poetry. And But it's really more about the vibe where we just bring like-minded people together to connect and like get some inspiration when they need it and have a good time. Um, but yeah, that's, yeah, just, any, I tend to... I mean, next week I'll probably have another project going because I tend to pick up way more that I can handle. But yeah, I've got so many ideas and it's just about executing them. But the EP is something that needs to get done and it will come out before the end of this year. It has to come out before the end of this year. And it will. And it, it will, it will, it will. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, keep doing what you're doing. I wish you all the uh, success. Yeah, I'm looking forward to listening to your EP. Thanks a lot for, for coming. Thank you for And me. it was absolute pleasure talking to you. You are an inspiration uh, and empowerment for many. Thank so you. Thanks a lot. Thank All the you best. For having me.